Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by the good folks at BizNow. Hey, check them out for commercial real estate information, emails, their website, their articles, uh, their events. There are now a lot of webinars, obviously. Check them out at biznow.com with an S. Uh, well, today we're going to talk about the corona time, right? The COVID-19, where we are, what the heck's going on with the different uh, sectors in the market and what to expect next. As many of you know, we kind of canceled our weekly shows and we're doing a lot more shows a week. We're just doing the audio so we can get you more content. Uh, and we're talking about the date. So this is April 21st, because things are moving so fast. Uh, we want you to be aware of, of the date that we're bringing this to you. Uh, please welcome my guest, it's Barbara Denham, and she's an economist with Moody Analytics Reese. Uh, Barbara, uh, good to uh, talk to you again. Thanks for having me, Michael. Well, Barbara, you're uh, there in the in the city, in the midst of it all, in New York. And you know, when you look at what's going on with the economy uh, and with this uh, awful COVID mess, and 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 you think of it in terms of commercial real estate overall, uh, you know, what what do you say to that? Where are we? Well, you know, the first thing you have to look at is the broader economy. And what's really frightening right now is that even though we're starting to see uh, some declines in a lot of the statistics, whether it's hospitalizations or, you know, testing positive, especially in New York State, um, we cannot see over the horizon. We do not know when the economy will restart. Um, a lot of people are rallying for these parts to restart. And, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not to speak to what county and what state could, but right now we just can't see when that will be. And without that kind of idea of when a hotel can open, a restaurant, or the vast majority of businesses that have shut down can restart, it's very hard to determine what the long-term impact will be. Even the, even the near term, the nine-month picture of how commercial real estate will be impacted. I mean, I can say that the $2 trillion um, paycheck Protection Program has had has helped a lot of businesses, and the fact of the matter is, we need more money like that because the more we can just keep people on the payrolls so they can pay their bills, pay their rents, pay their employees, um, the longer we can uh, hang in there. Because again, we do not know if this will start May, June, September, um, and without that knowledge, it's really really hard to gauge exactly. Um, you know, how much, how many jobs are going to lose altogether and how badly the commercial real estate will be ultimately. We keep updating our, our downside scenarios and I'll talk to them in a minute, but it's really, really tough with, with so little uh, clarity. Yeah, the, the market hates uncertainty and I, and I say market and this time I mean the commercial real estate market. Yeah. You know, investors, we, we want to be able to underwrite and kind of predict the future. Um, and so let's talk about some of the property sectors. I mean, I guess we'll start off. Let's start off with one that's not hit as bad as the others. Uh, and I guess that's office. Uh, you know, what do you see for office right now? Actually, I think office might suffer, um, you know, not as bad as retail, but it certainly will suffer more so than you know, um, apartment and even industrial, because I think there's just so much more at stake. I mean, industrial, the uncertainty with trade is high, but you know, the long-term leases for both 
are such that I think an industrial firm would has a little bit better chance of hanging in there than an office uh, firm. I mean, there's so many small businesses that just cannot cannot survive um, without having you know ongoing revenue. And um, you know, certainly like the finance firms, large technology firms, a lot of office will come back and is still thriving working from home. But that concept of working from home has totally changed how people will leave space. I mean, the good news is we've all been zooming in with each other and we can function without our offices. And that's a frightening prospect for office space. You cannot work remotely when you're trading goods in an industrial space. Um, I mean, you can work from home, but you still need men and women, you know, moving all that cargo. So, um, so I, I, I'm a little bit more worried for office than I am industrial. Um, so it, th there's a lot to think about. And I think the prospect for office is, and, I, and I'm really kind of looking at everything relative to each other. Certainly retail will be the worst hit, but I think office, uh, and I'm not even going to get into the senior sector and our senior housing and, um, uh, student housing, but um, I think office will probably suffer more so than industrial, but not nearly as bad as retail. Yeah. Well, um, I tell you, I'm certainly tired of uh, working at home. I can't wait to uh, get back in the office. I think all my people are, are productive right now, my staff and my brokers, but I think we'll be much more productive when we're, we're around each other and all that power and excitement. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, and then you did uh, mention multifamily there for, for a moment. So, so let's go there. You know, mm -hmm. what do you see? What do you expect for multifamily at this point Multi in the 21st? Well, you know, certainly, you know, you're even starting to hear this in New York that um, if people don't have to be near their workplace, they can live outside of their work area. So, uh, you know, markets where the rents are the highest, like New York City and um, San Francisco, I think are more at risk. But I think overall... The good thing about the apartment market is people still need a place to live. So I think any kind of a downturn hurts the housing market more so than the apartment market. So that's why it will suffer probably less so than any other commercial real estate sector. Um, but that said, you know, the studio apartments and the, you know, in the high end luxury neighborhoods in any kind of market will probably see uh, the highest vacancy rate increases and certainly uh, no rent growth, if anything. Rent, rent will certainly decline um, going forward. And, it, you know, it kind of had been a tenant market over the last year or so because of all the new construction. And that's the other thing hurting the apartment market is just the supply growth. You know, 2020 was supposed to add more units than 2019, which added more than 2018. And they're all being added in the high-end sector in the very nice neighborhoods. Um, so you're going to see a lot of uh, vacancies concentrated in those neighborhoods, unfortunately. Uh, so you'll see a, definitely a correction, but it won't be as bad as obviously office and retail. Yeah. Well, um, and you mentioned uh, industrial. We're talking with Barbara Denham with uh, economist with Moody's Analytics, Reese, uh, about where we are here April 21st in the commercial real estate world. Um, and you mentioned industrial. I mean, it looks like uh, the world is, or the U.S. is realizing that you know, we need to manufacture more in the U.S. We need to distribute more in the U.S. We're, we're buying more online. Uh, that's probably going to continue, I assume, to, yeah. to escalate. So, it, you know, the industrial uh, market, obviously, there's an economy shock here. But is it a winner down the road? Is it the, the winner uh, sector-wise of, uh, of this COVID crap? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I know. Um, you know, the, the short answer is probably, but it, it's again too early to say because you know a lot of industrial thrives on the ports, and if we do manufacturing more here, uh, you know, a, a lot of people will say that's a great thing for our economy, and it probably is, but that means less less business for all the ports, and we have a lot of industrial markets in Bernardino Riverside, you know, most of Florida uh, that have, you know, expanded their, you know, their capacity for larger ships for the, you know, the Panamax, the, the digging of the, the widening of the Panama Canal. Um, so a lot of the industrial growth has been in those markets. So it's a win, 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 lose type of thing. Like where some markets, if we, and we, we can't just start manufacturing things overnight. Uh, we still will need to import a lot, right. uh, and the demand for that import uh, is, is is still high. You know, we, we every parts of the of the you know global economy um, will still want to import and export. So we're going to have to c compete on price. The, the issue really is is you know uh, it's COVID nineteen. Once we know that that's contained, you know, a lot of the international trade could resume, and um, you know, things could shift very significantly. So I, I still think the industrial sector uh, is a safer, um, again, than office and retail, but uh, it, it will have its challenges for sure. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about retail. Uh, you know, I almost started to realize I started sounding somber there talking about retail and thinking about the hotel industry. But uh, uh, what, what do you think about retail today? It's a really, really tough, tough market to sound anything but pessimistic about. I mean, not just because so much has been shuttered, but it's just, I mean, as I wrote in our first glance report, I just, our, our, the way we shop and eat and go out has just been altered forever. You know, hopefully, you know, we won't be conscious of needing our masks you know, a year or two from now, you, you know, it'll be, you know, like kind of like 9-11 slowly faded from our subconscious, but this will stay in our subconscious for a while, which means everyone will hesitate when it comes to, you know, going to the gap to buy a new pair of pants and, and going to the restaurant to hang out. I mean, so many restaurants tight, you know, like they pack you in so tightly. Um, so I, I really, really am concerned about the retail and restaurant sector uh, specifically, um, you know, a lot of us are dying to get out and shop, and I don't think anyone will shop without a face mask for a while. Uh, but I still feel like, you know, it's going to be really hard to, um, you know, start a retail business, start a restaurant. Um, it's 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 definitely going to see the biggest short-term and long-term impact from this uh, yeah. by far. And uh, Barbara Denham is uh, with uh, Moody's Analytics Reese. They do a good job of tracking uh, the commercial real estate market, pretty much all sectors, really well. And, and Barbara, you're you're sitting right in kind of the middle of New York. There, you're in this the city, so you're really seeing it uh, uh, up close and and personal. I'm I'm headquartered in Atlanta, and our governor already talked about uh, last night announcing that this Friday um, that uh, fitness centers can open up with spacing and. Uh, uh, wow. restaurants by Monday can start uh, uh, sitting inside dining and things like that kind of uh, surprised us, but I guess every part, uh, different parts of the countries are impacted in different ways. Um, and as you mentioned, when these restaurants open up, they're going to be 
under uh, requirements for social distancing. So, you know, if they have half as many uh, customers in there, just if they max out uh, and get half as many customers, well, their margins, they're not going to be able to pay the, the full rent. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I'm not the first to say this, but what, what always made New York so great was its density, you know, you know, whether or not it meant, you know, our subways came every three minutes or, um, you know, you could just concentrate a lot of business wealth. We had these business improvement districts that, you know, just a few businesses putting, paying $2 per square foot into a fund created flower gardens and, and, and extra security and all these kinds of nice things that density brought to our city is now unfortunately a liability. It hurts, um, you know, I, I just, I can't envision how, and if you ever rode a subway in New York City, you just can't envision how it's ever going to be the same. We pack ourselves into those subway cars and there's just no such thing as social distancing. And, you know, two thirds of us go to work on the subway or bus. And it's just, it's really hard to envision how that's gonna change. And it, it, it you know, again, hopefully, um, things will become normal in two or three years, but until then, it's you know, wearing a face mask will be universal and it will be required. I mean, people get ostracized. If you're on the street and someone and you're not wearing a face mask, people are yelling at you. <laughs> um, and uh, or if you come too close to someone, when you know, I run in the parks twice a week, and you see people, you know, if I don't avoid them enough, they're looking at you like, you know. So yeah. it's it's a it's an interesting, really interesting time, um, but it's scary. It's really hard to envision how, you know, a, a large urban center like ours um, will resume any sense of normalcy in the next year. Yeah, and it's really hard, you know, as we speak here April 21st to kind of see it when, you're, when we're all shut down, especially there in, in Manhattan and the way you're shut down. And well, so, so Barbara, as an economist and, and looking at the market and, and, and real estate as well, obviously the hotel, the convention and the travel industry is, is really hit hard. Um, uh, one of our clients we just talked to shut down a, a convention oriented hotel and, and uh, you know, I'm like, well, when do you think it'll open? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> so what well, at best you can think today you know, when does that, that business start resuming some normal activity? I know. It's, it's tough to say, isn't it? It is. It's, it's absolutely tough to say. I mean, especially for a convention hotel. I mean, there are people who will probably, you know, the pent-up demand for traveling is definitely there. So I think a lot of people will look for a way to travel, even, even you know, take a flight, um, assuming that they, uh, you know, the, the airlines promote themselves as, you know, cleaning every seat between flights. I mean, I don't know how it's going to work, but there will be a pinup demand to travel. But the idea of having a convention, a concert, uh, you know, any kind of venue where you're putting people in tight quarters like that for an extended period of time, it's just, it is just so hard to fathom, um, you know. And there's some communities, you know, there's the um, National Harbor down in, in Maryland, that uh, does all it's all it's all conventions and that's all they do I just so many people uh, my, you know my niece is a, an event planner she lost her job a month ago mm. and it's just like how how does she ever see herself back in that business so yeah I mean absolutely even more than retail and restaurants hotels 
will suffer the most, uh, no question about it, um, especially the event planning, the conventions. Um, you know, you're looking at least a year of, of almost no activity, and it's really hard to reemerge from something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, interesting to uh, to look at. So, so industrial uh, potentially a winter down the road. Uh, multifamily maybe not hit as hard as some of the other sectors. Um, I imagine that uh, construction financing uh, will uh, be tough to get uh, in this market for any type of property. Um, and uh, and with all the equity in the market, looking for for deals. You know, how might that impact something like uh, multifamily or industrial? If new supply slows down, um, there's kind of a temporary drop in NOI here. Does that mean there might be some uh, opportunities for, for trades for some of these, uh, uh, for some of this equity? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to use the expression, um, you know, a, a crisis is a, is a, you know, it's an opportunity, but it is for some. Um, certainly there's a lot of distressed debt, a lot of distressed properties out there. So you already hear of funds, uh, starting to look at this and, um, you know, buying out real estate. I mean, any, any high end market, you have, you have the vulture funds trying to figure out what's, when it's coming, when, when, when they can start, you know, buying properties from, from distressed, distressed banks or distressed debtors. Um, so that will always, you know, that will always happen. It's just a matter of when they will start buying. Really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Barbara, uh, it, uh, in the middle of New York, in the middle of the, of the mess there, uh, you stay, stay safe, uh, stay as positive as you can. What, okay. would you, what would you leave your audience with to think about uh, moving forward? Well, I, <laughs> two things. One is I, 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 I I, I listened to ambulances whirring in the background for almost two, three hours this morning, and they've all stopped for this conversation, which is ironic, but um, I shouldn't laugh because, uh, you know, it's a good thing. Um, but uh, I welcome everyone to look at our, we have a COVID site that's available to the public, uh, cre.reads. Uh, let me see what it is. Yeah. It's, and then we have a special COVID site that's available to the public. Yeah. So cre.reese.com, uh, COVID-19. Um, we do an analysis of every metro that, um, uh, uh, you know, we talk about the jobs, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, and uh, uh, the, we specifically focus on what markets are going to lose disproportionately more jobs, um, and less, like I'm working on Palm Beach right now, which will obviously see disproportionately more job losses than most because of all its tourism. But markets like Atlanta has a balanced economy with a lot of healthcare, a lot of education, and a lot of office. And those are farm, and even a lot of government with the CDC and other government, you know, state capital government. So markets like that are probably going to lose disproportionately fewer jobs. They'll lose jobs and they'll lose jobs in every industry. They just won't lose as many as like a Palm Beach or a Jacksonville um, or even like a, um, well, certainly a Las Vegas, which will lose the most. So I welcome everyone to look at that and see how we uh, do those shares and the jobs impacts. And we do narratives for our top 54 markets uh, as well. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a it's a moving target. How much you know the, the actual numeric decline in rents? We've had to update our forecast 
you know, more than once because every single week, it, again, the horizon keeps getting deeper, deeper, and cloudier. And without knowing when this thing will be contained, it's hard for us to um, to really know how deep the uh, impact will be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it makes sense. And and I just, uh, if you're um, working out or or something the, and you can't, you don't have something to write that website down, you can get to it from reese.com, R-E-I-S.com. Just went in here. There's some really uh, great information. So, Barbara, thanks for the information on the site and thanks for joining us on the show today. You, uh, you stay well. Thank you, Michael. You too. Stay healthy. All right. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you for joining us around the country. Uh, as we mentioned in the opening, we will have more shows related to commercial real estate. Uh, corona time, as, as I'm calling it, you know, where are we right now uh, as of the date that we're producing these shows? Uh, how are companies and, and people dealing with it? Uh, and uh, what's next? So uh, continue to uh, stay tuned for more shows wherever you're getting our uh, podcast. And, and until the next show, be sure you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Appreciate the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.